Welcome to the Armory School Podcast with your host, Gilchrist Boyon, George Bikazi, and Paul Muser. Let's have a show. All right, so uh, it's been a while since we made our last episode. Um, had a lot of stuff going on last year, junior year of high school. School was flooding every one of us, I think it's fair to say. Um, mm. But uh, senior year starting up now, I think... For the moment, we have a little bit more free time, and we're um, our main focus. And we have some things to talk. We have some things to talk about. We have things to talk about. We want to share stuff with you guys, and we have a little bit more time on our hands, at, at least for the moment. And um, today, we're going to be talking about the new Jewel Ban. Um, and we did make an episode on this previously. We if you touched go on it last year. We touched year. on it last year. If you want to go check it out, but this is an update. A lot of new stuff is happening. Um, there's a new. Um, banned by the Trump administration. On flavored pods. On flavored jewel pods. And that's basically what we're going to be talking about in this episode. And actually, uh, the the episode was uh, in February where we talked about, um, it was episode 31, and we talked about should the FDA be regulating jewels. So Mm -hmm. this is a very fresh, fresh topic. Yeah. And so, yeah, just uh, today we'll be talking about should they, um, right, what's what's going on with the ban, and um, is this needed? All right, so I'm just going to start us off with a quote from someone from the Trump administration. Um, The Trump administration is making it clear that we intend to clear the market of flavored e-cigarettes to reverse the deeply concerning epidemic of youth e-cigarette use that is impacting children, families, schools, and communities. We will not stand idly by as these products become an become an on-ramp to combustible cigarettes or nicotine addiction for a generation of youth. And uh, this was said by the U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar. And this is an interesting topic because, I mean, I think when we were younger, right, we grew up in the cigarette epidemic, right? Cigarettes started being banned everywhere. People were realizing lung cancer was really bad and rampant. I think the stat was 50% of people who smoke will end up dying due to their smoking. And so it, it eventually got completely eradicated. People stopped smoking cigarettes, at least younger people. I mean, when I got into high school, when I was in middle school, my parents were like, do you know anyone who smokes cigarettes? I was like, cigarettes? No one smokes cigarettes. And all of a sudden, this new thing called vaping came on the market, right? And it was these vapes. A lot of them were fruit-flavored. I mean, I know when I was in eighth grade, I knew someone at our school who had a fruit-flavored vape. There wasn't nicotine, but it tasted like, I think it was cotton candy. I mean, maybe that's what we got at the moment, there wasn't no nicotine. And anyways, it was maybe one kid, right? Yeah. I mean, I I remember just like coming into high school or even the middle school, like nicotine was just never really a thing. Definitely not as much as it is now. Even in health class, we never talked about vapes. Like vapes are one of those ideas or one of those things that just, they come in and they take over. It just seemed so important Mm -hmm. at the time. It's it's doesn't. I mean, we were to- people were saying, like, oh, it's, it's just water vapor. Like, what's it going to do? And all of a sudden, this summer, I mean, people just started people vaping, right? So people were, like, doctors were like, oh, I mean, we don't completely know the effects yet. People shouldn't be doing it because we don't know the effects. And people were like, if we don't know the effects, there's no effects. I'm going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this summer, we saw, oh, there's a case of lung disease. I mean, at least that's what I saw in the news. And then I was like, oh, there's 20 cases Oh, now all of a sudden there's 200, 300 cases. All of a sudden, two people have died. I think it's in Oregon and Illinois, if I remember correctly. I think I'm mm-hmm. very yeah, well might be wrong. I think the, the number's mounting. And, and, I mean, they died, beca- and the doctors are saying it's because they were vaping. And there's all these questions of which vapes, what flavors. But all of a sudden, I mean, there's no regulation, and there's no studies to show if it's good or bad. And this thing just got on the market. I read, actually, that Juul was an FDA-regulated or regulated by any po- – or the Food and Drug Administration or the – yeah, the Food and Drug Administration mm-hmm. was not regulating it at all. And when actually, what's interesting is that I think my grade, our class, class of 2020, 
was the first high school class to fully experience Jewel. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah. like, between uh, September of our freshman year, which was, uh, I think, fall 2016, and the end of, uh, the end of uh, around mid-2017, um, there was a sweep where half the grade was now jeweling, half the grade mm-hmm. was vaping, and this was a wild idea because coming out of uh, eighth, mm-hmm. eighth grade, there was about probably like five, you know, two to five students do vaping or jeweling. Very minimal. Uh, very stuff. minimal. Something mm-hmm. you don't even oh, you know, they that they do their thing. And then in the but blink then of the eye, come just to high like, school, half the mm-hmm. grade's yeah. doing it, and Everyone's then sophomore year, it. it's now a habit. Junior mm-hmm. year, people are like struggling, and now senior year, we have our classmates trying to. Get off mm-hmm. And that's Jewel. something very interesting that I mm-hmm. actually would like to talk about. But the thing is, there was a lot of misinformation, right? Because what we were taught when we were in middle school was that cigarettes, nicotine wasn't inherently bad. The fact that cigarettes is bad was the tar and all the chemicals they put in it. Mm-hmm. All these cigarettes were being advertised, or these vapor cigarettes were being advertised as cleaner than cigarettes. They didn't have the tar. A better alternative, and they're, a safer alternative. I think some people say they're 99.5% less carcinogen yeah it was i mean it wasn't only just the stuff you were hearing it's also the look it just mm-hmm. looks so much slicker than your cigarette that cleaner where you can actually physically see the nicotine yeah like it looks cleaner it doesn't smell like fire it's i mean you don't have the cigarette the smell doesn't mm-hmm. stick it's not it's not gross it's not and sticky. so all, all of like a sudden drive if you ask anyone above the <laughs> age of 30 years old looks like a thumb drive easy yeah. right so it's very easy to hide you can mm-hmm. put in your sock and this like it's it's so it's so hard to explain because it, you see your classmates do it. You see, you literally see everyone around you do it. And part of you is like, hey guys, this is a bad thing. Don't do it. But then also part of you is like, if you guys have not looked at all the warnings that have been given and you're still like, you know, you like the, my feeling, my fear was, I don't want to be the one telling someone uh, how to live their this, life. How to live their life. Yeah, because yeah. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. And at that time, there were, there were no studies coming out against Jewel. And so yeah. I don't want to be the one telling someone, hey, don't do that thing. It's really bad. But it's it's hard in you. It's, yeah, don't it's, do it's, it. it's, it's, first of all, it's hard to see it happen to your friends. But I mean, this is kind of why now, I mean, I can't say this is a good thing. It's obviously terrible that this is all happening. But in a sense, there is some it's good. It's a wake-up call. It's, it's a wake-up mm-hmm. call. Basically, this is telling to everyone, okay, Stop what you're doing because this is this clearly clearly has serious con- consequences. People are getting hospitalized. And what I'm curious to do, to see is will this change anything? The fact that people are getting lung disease, the fact that people are dying, it makes it real to people. The fact that there's photos of people who are dying yeah. due to Juul, dying due to actually electronic cigarettes because they're not sure which whether electronic cigarettes yeah. are completely doing it. Something it's, it's the THC the THC cartridges, cartridges that are that are a bootleg or cheaper ones are apparently bad for you and they're not sure and so people i think are starting to see this and i and i know a few people in our school are trying to quit but it's hard it's just like quitting cigarettes i mean some people say it's impossible like you'll never yeah. get out i mean it's... you walk by you see people are shaking we have i mean we do have a specific we have people who are shaking because of this they're yeah. trying other alternatives now they're trying alternatives that are worse for them mm-hmm. yeah but they're still like the idea that you are trying to fight off an addiction at the age of 17 at, at, during your senior year. Mm. It's hard to think of I when you have so much that, else going right? on. Yeah. You have colleges. You have after, mm. co- after high school plans. You have, you know, standardized testings. You have, you know, the hardest courses you've taken in all your life. Yeah. You're trying to figure out what you do next. Yeah. And behold, you have to fight an addiction. Yeah. I, I don't even know mm. how I can deal with that. And I, it's, so, it's so sad to see people go through this and come yeah. to the relationship and like, Hey, uh, maybe I shouldn't have done this. When you saw them get into that yeah. cycle, and mm-hmm. you couldn't have done anything. Because, but you try. I mean, but you, you try, yeah. right? But then you know, you try to tell people, don't do it. But then they separate. They're like, hey, 
I don't want you to be my parent. Yeah, a lot of the time it's just yeah. negative feedback. It just pushes it, it just pushes people back. Yeah. But now the question is, is this Trump ban on flavored e-cigarette flavors? First of all, is it going to be effective? And is it right? Should you be doing it? I mean, I think it's a big question because I mean, I was talking to kids. I mean, people think that it is advertised towards kids to have these fruit flavors. But I've also seen videos online of these apparently people who are trying to quit cigarettes smokers saying. I like these flavors. I mean, I don't think they should be banned. I saw, I mean, actually several YouTube channels of people who are trying to quit cigarettes, people advocating to keep electronic cigarettes, you know, like open to them, right? Because yeah. they need it as an option yeah. to quit cigarettes, which are proven to be very, very bad for you. Yeah. I mean, right now there are 200 cases of lung disease and two deaths from Juul. And I think the fact that we don't know the effects is almost scarier. Yeah. But cigarettes again the stat is if you smoke cigarettes 50 percent of the people who will do it will yeah, die due to cigarettes i agree and when you ask me like right off the bat do i think that this uh jewel ban is going to be beneficial i would instinctively say yes but like you were saying so right now we don't know whether all the issues are coming from these jewel pods or whether it's bootlegged thc mm -hmm. carts and whatnot and that bootleg thing is the thing that concerns me a little bit so there's obviously the famous, I mean, not really saying, but just, you know, the common wisdom that when you make something illegal, you're making it more dangerous. Mm -hmm. So that's just something that would concern me in this whole process of, you know, banning all these flavored jewel pods. Would there be more bootlegs and more dangerous mm -hmm. versions of it? And basically, would it end up hurting more people? No, but I think you make it, I think it's something you have to ban because I, I think the marketing was directed towards as sad mm -hmm. you know as, as hard as it to accept it, it was targeted against young people when yeah. you have you know a nicotine product with mango flavor yeah i, I don't know what yeah what, i mean what it's just, you're, trying you're to just trying to make gum again i don't right mango flavor mm -hmm. nicotine flavor isn't i don't think the kids. flavors were necessarily towards kids but, but i think they didn't no no, no. I, mean, not, I don't think it's a matter of intent it's mm -hmm. a matter of what actually happened yeah i was watching what a documentary recently and so actually the reason Juul is so big with children is because they redirected their marketing campaign. All these companies that sold flavored e-cigarettes or all these things, they, their marketing campaign was they were putting ex-smokers, they were saying, the ex-smokers were like, I use this, it saved my life. Juul thought to themselves, we're going to be like a Silicon Valley type startup. We're going to market yeah. towards the 18 to 25 range. But the thing about the 18 to 25 age group that it's very that similar 15, to the 15 to 18 year olds. First of all, it's very similar to the to the younger kids, and it also, in my eyes, I feel mm -hmm. like it would just trickle down. Mm -hmm. Like the effects would just trickle, trickle down, down to the younger kids, and seeing those older people that are right and above. And that's why it's right so older, quickly flipped. You, yeah. And that's why the FDA is so mad with Juul because they advertise towards that age group that is almost like a gray area where yeah. it's 18 to 25 is basically 15 to 18, yeah. right? I mean, it's crazy to me how like five seven ten years ago we thought that we were done with big tobacco advertising to kids like just hitting the, that younger market mm -hmm. but now it just seems like the same thing's happening all over because i mean Juul. big tobacco cigarettes are they're not very, really allowed to advertise on no, tv no, nowadays, it's nowadays, super nowadays, regulated it's, what a cigarette what a cigarette company is allowed to advertise yeah but an e-cigarette company i mean i think they had they had free reign and i think they still do have yeah. free reign with yeah. what they can say i mean so it's interesting to see now what's going to happen jewel after mm -hmm. big tobacco just got really just killed basically uh, it just got completely shut but down the funny thing mm -hmm. is that jewel is still technically not under big tobacco so yeah. i'm worried no, i think they jewel has a uh, I think it's the same company that owns the biggest tobacco company owns 35% of Juul now. Oh, wow. I guess that has changed. They bought yeah. it very recently. And that, right. it's because so they saw it's a market. My prediction so yeah. far was that 
you know, in the probably within the last year, Jewel was still an independent. Mm -hmm. Was independent. It was that's why it was getting hit by you know all these. Mm -hmm. it, it was getting affected, right? Yeah. But once Big Tobacco clamps down on Jewel, then they now have a second lease on life, right? Cause now because now they have the, the, the politicians. Yeah. Now they have you know lobbying and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And as we see, um, last month, an 18-year-old student, um, student athlete in Garney, Illinois, was was hospitalized after using um e-cigarettes for more than a year and a half. And the doctor is saying his lungs are similar to those of a 70-year-old adult. That's terrifying. Because 70, you said 18. had been using electronic uh, for a year and a half. For a year, year, and, year and a half. Kids at, in high school have been using it for over a year. I can name three years almost. Twenty students who have been using it for more than that. That's terrifying. And and just the fact that, like we were saying earlier, like mm -hmm. we like a lot of people are going into it with the image that this is so much cleaner than cigarettes. It's slick. It's clean. It's it's not bad for your lungs. And it turned out to be the complete And the opposite. mentality mm -hmm. was there is nothing proving it's bad, so yeah. it's good. It was just a common slipper slope. It was just conventional wisdom. <laughs> it quickly got flipped. It, it's kind of just what people wanted to believe at the time. Mm -hmm. and, and it, it made sense looking at the product it. itself, looking at the flavors and the actual design. If someone sees a hundred studies saying something and they find one study saying the opposite that fits their viewpoint, they're going to yeah. believe that yeah. one study. They're going to be like, there's this one study. And and now we're having um, the students who are being hospitalized, the, the, the teens being hospitalized saying, I want you banned. And I look at that and say, you know, as an activist myself, I, I, I love that. I love that, mm -hmm. you know, something you've taken something that has happened to you and you've made it bigger than yourself and you're taking yeah. action against that. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to say, maybe you should listen to the adults every once in a while, yeah. Yeah. you know? And sometimes like for a lot of people, it's why should you listen to the rule makers? Maybe sometimes it's good to go against that. And I, I appreciate that. I love going outside the mm -hmm. box and thinking outside the box and challenging your authority. But sometimes maybe they are right. <laughs> and I think this is one of those situations yeah. where when your health teacher told you vaping is bad, maybe maybe there weren't maybe any didn't. studies. <laughs> or maybe didn't. But maybe there weren't studies to prove that. But maybe it was bad. And now yeah. we're seeing it, right? I feel like just... Mm. So maybe the being connection, foolish and yeah. being naive and following the, you know, following the And that's actually makers, a, that was, a good thing that, that I want to point out is that there's a lot of common quarters, a lot of national regulation on what needs to be taught in the school. But the health programs, there's almost no national regulation. They have not touched it's that. State it's state, state by state, 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 town, state. By town, town by time. Town, even yeah. school by school. Right? Some, some states in the South only teach abstinence-only sex education, which has been proved to cause more rates of unplanned pregnancy, and a lot more STDs and STI transmissions. But, I mean, this is another thing where schools need to be able to teach this to young kids. I think it's as important as math. I mean, for a lot of people, yeah. it's going to be way more applicable to them than some of the stuff we learn in yeah. and some history classes and math classes, even though yeah. those are obviously very important courses as well. It's it's upsetting me, to me, though, that, like, looking back at the eighth grade when we had our health class, and I, we had one, like, freshman mm -hmm. year a little bit, but they seem to be classes that people don't take seriously. I, I'm Looking back from my from what I can remember, like, it just mm -hmm. seems like they, they were always class. joke classes mm -hmm. for the most part, which it's is It's a class that you go to do the homework. Well, it shouldn't be a stressful class, but no, no, it should I'm be. Not, I'm not saying it's it should be taken. It should be listened to. I mean, it shouldn't be a stressful class where you're like st mm. staying up late for your midterm or something but it should right. be one where like you, you should pay attention actually and care, you pay yeah. attention and like actually take something away from maybe the class. it should be that you should be staying up and studying for your midterm because it doesn't matter how excuse me, it doesn't matter how intelligent you are what if your health isn't at a place where you can use your intel you could be the mm -hmm. smartest person alive mm -hmm. but if your lungs are failing because you're addicted to nicotine or if you if or if you're you, or if you have all these other health issues you have to worry about you can't use your brain. You can't make the world yeah. a better place. You can't use mm -hmm. the resources or the ability that you have. So I think maybe those health classes should be mm -hmm. cutthroat and they should be, you know, you should be getting tested every day on it. Yeah. And yeah. I know it's, it's, it's a little extreme, but maybe that's the way we do it. Because as of now, and 
And now we're seeing the results. It's been the joke class. It's been the class where you do your other homework. It's been the class mm-hmm. where people skip. It's been the class where it varies where you from do teacher, homework. Right? It's been yeah. Yeah. Every teacher you have has a different philosophy, different things to teach. Maybe it's time that we crack down, have one one guideline that everyone has to follow, mm-hmm. and make it, hey, it's, this is not a pass-fail class. This is a class where your GPA is affected by it. Mm-hmm. You add in the grades, and everyone all of a sudden cares. And the thing about health, it's a hard thing to nationally regu- regulate because everyone's got a different opinion. Yeah. But it has to be done. It's important. I mean, this, these are kids. Like these are kids, and if they don't know what's happening, I mean, look what happened, right? I mean, I think if Jewel was taught to be as bad as cigarettes right from the start, no one would be smoking them right now, right? I think yeah. I mean, I, I, I grew up. I grew up uh, never wanting better, to smoke yeah. cigarettes because everywhere I saw smoking kills. Don't do smoke. Like you don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Everywhere, and so everyone going into high school, there was a period of a four or five years where there was no one doing any nicotine, and all of a sudden. Jewel came back on stage and it yeah. took that hole in the market. And what's unfortunate now is that, okay, so this ban is going to ban uh, flavored Jewel products. And at this point, with so many people addicted, I mean, this they might just move to the nicotine flavored uh, Jewel pods, which I don't know, I feel like could the move tobacco them to flavored ones. The tobacco yes, flavored ones. The tobacco was, flavored ones, sorry, and then could move them to cigarettes. And I mean, I know that this ban. I don't think I guess, that's how it works. In I, my opinion, I think this ban mm-hmm. is going to definitely prevent like the younger generations from starting to jewel because that's I think that was the main appeal to kids in the first place. But I mean, I don't know what we're going to do for like this generation right now, kids that mm-hmm. are our age. I think the thing is, I don't think people who jewel or do e-cigarettes are going to switch to cigarettes because Pro- it's yeah, just it's not, just but... worse. I mean, when people go from lighter drug to harder drug, that's the problem, right? With people who start smoking weed or people always say like you gateway know, drug. a gateway drug. Yeah. But I mean, Juul is already higher levels of nicotine than cigarettes, so there's no appeal to going back down. No, but to, yeah. to George's point about the tobacco flavored mm-hmm. ones, I think what's happening right now is that we're seeing a lot of people, um, and you know, we're seeing a lot of people even in our school going trying to quit Juul with using mm-hmm. dip, which is worse. Yeah, using which is tobacco, scary, which yeah. is actually scary worse. That we're going back but to it's that. the only it's way, right? We were it's the only way they need the nicotine, or they're mm-hmm. going. So I think it's it's not a choice that people will go from fruit flavored Juul to. Uh, or fruit, fra- fruit, fra- fruit flavored uh, <laughs> vaping products yeah. to, um, to to tobacco flavored, but it's a matter of circumstance. Mm-hmm. If you can't find any more fruit flavored uh, vaping devices, then you'll have to go with tobacco. That's the reality. So I think it's a, it puts you in a tight position, and and it's it's tough. And it, as a high it, schooler, yeah. you don't you don't wish this on your and, worst enemy, and it's, yeah. it's just and it's hard to deal is, with it. And the thing is, the vaping. I mean, it started almost as a noble cause, right? The people who started Juul were ex-smokers who made it actually for themselves. They Juul themselves because they needed to quit smoking and they knew that that would help them. And I mean, we right now and scientists right now do not know if it's actually going to help them. We don't know if we just replaced one evil with with a a worse evil. I mean, there used to be an argument that... um, mosquitoes right if we killed all mosquitoes they might be replaced with something else and that's why we shouldn't kill all mosquitoes because we don't know what effect it'll have on the environment well now it's just like the same thing with cigarettes we may replace cigarettes with an even worse monster yeah that's that's it yeah. but it's tough it's tough living in this in this generation yeah. mm-hmm. even though we can say that because i think every generation every has generation, their thing yeah. but, I mean, I and that's speak, our thing i can speak yeah that's our mm-hmm. thing right it's you see your friends get addicted to this thing and then you see them try to fight it off and you know you try to warn them but it doesn't work all the time, and it's just... I know. feel like I've personally tried over the years, but I, I've just given up. It, it doesn't work, because after a certain point, it's, 
hey, don't do it, don't do it. And people, you know, say, oh, well, there's actually this new study saying it's not good. It's people actually hear good. what we want to hear, just people, like Paul yeah, was saying. Right? People, yeah. And Paul brought up a great point. People hear what they want to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's tricky. And hey, if you're listening to us and you're out there struggling with this, this is not something you can fight alone. I don't yeah. think yeah. it's so hard. Find help. It's so hard. Find help. And a good way yeah. is, you know, call the the, mm-hmm. um, the smoking, the, uh, the quit smoking hotline, which is, uh, 800-784-8669. Again, that is 800-784-8669. Um, a bit easier way to remember, 800-QUIT-NOW. Quit-NOW. That's yeah. that's what that's from a fellow high schooler to another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, the hardest reason for some people to quit is because their other friends do it too. So maybe if you jewel, try and get your friends to quit too. I mean, you're... <laughs> put I've, I've, put yourself that's around... Yeah. People Put, who can help you. Surround yeah. yourself by people who can yeah, help you. Exactly. That's yeah, the find people point. around you. Tell tell me who you are the most. Yeah, hanging mm-hmm. out with people who are just going to keep dueling is definitely not going to help you at all. Yeah. I was talking with it's some students. It's impossible to stop. And trying to quit together is definitely a lot easier. It, it's, it's a lot easier. And knowing that people are out there caring for you, yeah, you, yeah. You, that can definitely help you. Yeah. And the one thing, I don't want you to be in the news story saying a team from this place is now in the hospital because of, of Julian. No humble podcast viewer should be there. No, no one. No, no one. No one. There. Coming from the humble high school podcast community to, to, to the community at large, it shouldn't be something. You know, this. What? Well, you know, just we're, we're almost finishing high school. We're hoping to finish without, you know, having any messed. You don't want to start off college. You don't want to start off life, foot. right? You don't <laughs> want to start off life. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> so please, again, that is eight hundred. Quit smoking now. Quit now. Quit now. <laughs> All right, that's been our show. Thank you very much for joining us. We're excited to bring back uh, another another and season. And we'll be right back with you next week. Of course. Uh, it's been your host, Gil Christian Boyer. George Bacazzi. And Paul Muser.